Welcome to episode 33 of Beating Around the Bush podcast. The Beating Around the Bush podcast is an extension of the Beating Around the Bush column that appears weekly in the Carroll Newsleader and are simply my opinions, my observations, and the usual ramblings of an old sports writer. Episode 33, today entitled Climate Change. We took a week off last week, and I apologize uh, for that because uh, we just had a lot of things going on, you know, slow time of the year, so we just didn't do a podcast. Maybe you can say we got lazy. Just whatever term that you want to use is fine with me, but the bottom line is we didn't do a podcast last week, but we're back this week. We're back strong, ready to go, and ready to talk about Whatever is on my feeble, feeble mind. And today, it's something that I've talked about a lot. And and we'll probably talk about some other things also. But the main thing I want to talk about today is something that I have discussed for the last several, several years. And that's climate change. There are a lot of people that are what you call climate change theorists. They think that we're ruining and I say we, that's the human race, is ruining the uh, atmosphere. And they very well may be right. They very well may be correct. Uh, Some people say that the Corn Belt now is moving all the way up into Canada, that you cannot grow it in the south anymore or further regions of the south because it's getting more desert-like conditions, those kind of things. I don't know if I believe any of that. Yes, I believe that we are putting a lot into our atmosphere that harms the atmosphere. But you can call me selfish also, because I believe by the time that we totally ruin our planet, me or my children, and more than likely my grandchildren, will not be around. So you could actually say, who cares? Well, you know, I do care. I don't, you know, future generations. I don't want them to perish because of my stupidity. But... I think overall, what can you do about it? I mean, really, uh, we've been going through this political thing or this political discussion, this political argument, this political debate, whatever you want to call it, about the Green New Deal, uh, getting away from fossil fuels. And the thing about it is when you talk about electric cars, the theory is that they're fueled by fossil fuels. So you're really not accomplishing a whole lot. Plus, I don't want to drive for two hours. Stop, charge my car for six hours, drive another two. That's not my idea of traveling. But anyway, that's just, and that's just things that I've read. And most people will tell me that's on the opposite view of that, that no, that is true, that I've got it all wrong. But I'm just quoting what I've read. But anyway, and I believe it. But climate change. The reason I bring all this up, plus, you know, if we end fossil fuels, does that mean China's going to? Does that mean Russia's going to? Does that mean those other countries? No, we all live on the same planet. You know, until you get everybody to buy in, then you're not accomplishing anything. But I'm sorry for that rambling. Sometimes get carried away because this is a sports podcast and I'm going to keep it that way. But the reason I want to talk about climate change is I sit here today doing this podcast. It is currently outside. I'll look at my handy dandy watch. 48 degrees is what my smart watch says. And it is April the 18th. Well, now, I will say that when I was a kid, I remember April 18th being 
a pleasant time of the year where it was warm, where you could go outside and enjoy the bugs. But today, I just came from outside feeding all the animals and stuff. And it's not pleasant. It's damp. It's cold. You know, 48 degrees, you could argue that's not cold. But in the middle of April, if you go outside, it's cold. It's, it might as well be 20. Might as well be 20. And today, my plans are to go to a softball game, baseball game, a little bit later on, try to squeeze both of them in. It's going to be hard to do, but I'm going to try. And I already know before I ever leave the house, and right now, currently, it is almost 1030 in the morning, that before I leave the house, that I'm going to freeze to death at either one of those games, and particularly the boys' game if they start on schedule at 630 tonight. But that's when I'm going to bring up climate change. Because here we are two weeks away from the baseball, softball season ending. It'll be over. I've wore a pair of shorts. And, and trust me, folks, when I say wear a pair of shorts, I feel comfortable in a pair of shorts outdoors. That's my favorite uh, attire, if you want to use it that term that's i would rather be in a pair of shorts than i had a pair of jeans or a pair of slacks i like wearing a pair of shorts because then i know it's nice outside and they're comfortable but so far during this baseball softball season i wore a pair of shorts one time and then i think i had a light jacket on on top of that so it wasn't cold but it wasn't extremely warm either. I was comfortable that day. I do remember that. But I wasn't hot and burning up. I almost looking forward to hot and burning up. And yes, I know. Uh, middle of July. Everyone else will be crying. Oh man, this humidity is killing me. I'm sweating. It's hot. Yes, but uh, you know, I guess the alternative to that is move. But the reason I want to bring all this up anyway. Baseball, softball season. As I mentioned, two weeks away from the end of the season. And it's been cold, rainy, damp, windy, threat of tornadoes on a couple of different occasions. One even strong wind even almost knocked down the right field wall at Mustang Field. And had a couple of games washed out because of the weather. And... It's not supposed to be that way. Now, it's different when I was in high school because in high school, well, believe it or not, the weather was better, but we only played really the month of April. You know, they start in March now and go through uh, um, maybe, hopefully, the middle of May, depending on how your season goes. It's when the uh, state tournament usually is the third week in May. So if you can make it through the first two weeks, you've made it through regional. But... Uh, we only played in the month of April, and I don't remember the weather being like this. You know, I know I'm old, and I forget a lot of things from the past, but, I, you know, I don't remember it being like this. But one discussion that I've had, and we'll go back to that pair of shorts. Maybe I should entitle this episode, and I believe I will when I go back to post it, uh, Climate Change, Where's My Shorts? That is a better title. Because 
And I had a discussion with someone else and they told me, said, you know, I heard this from an old teacher the other day that she said this five years ago in the same comment that I made. And if everybody wants to join in, we'll get a petition up. We'll send a petition to the TSSAA. We have a new director now, by the way, because Bernard Childress has uh, retired. And they've promoted from within. They have a new director. So maybe, you know, with a fresh outlook on things. Because uh, you, anytime you bring in a new director or a new boss, new supervisor, new whatever, somebody that's in charge, they're going to do things a little different because they want to put their stamp on it. Well, now's our chance, folks. Now's our chance. And you asked, what is that? Or are you just beating around the bush? Hey, that's a good name for a podcast. But or our newspaper column. Hey, I wish I just now thought of that. But anyway, you talk about a pair of shorts. Football season. I, 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 I'm going to start writing this down. I may just start putting it on top of my notes during football season. You know, because I keep – Believe it or not, a lot of people don't know this. I chart every single play in a football game. Yes, I do that from the sidelines with camera hanging around my neck, but I chart every play. I can tell you what happened on every play of the game. And that's how I write my newspaper article. That's how I get stats. I just do it all myself. And really, I've got this shorthand method that works pretty good for me. But maybe I'll start writing at the top of my notebook the weather conditions for every football game. That's what I need to do. You know, 90 degrees and sunny at kickoff. It's going to be that in August. You know, it might be 90 plus. You know, they have a football season, and this is what's weird, and this is coming around all the discussion I'm trying to get across here or trying to get the point I'm trying to get across, is during football season, the first month anyway, or first two months, when you start counting about, uh, when you start talking about practice starting in July, and they do, and then you move from July up to uh, August, and then maybe even into September because the weather really don't kind of calm down a little bit as far as the heat goes till after Labor Day. It gets a little cooler at night after Labor Day. But they have the coaches have these little meters that check the heat index. You're not allowed to practice. You're not allowed to play a game if the heat index is 105 or above. So they're supposed to monitor that because it's for the safety of the players. And, yes, it should be. Uh, heat can – a lot of people have suffered from heat exhaustion. But, so, uh, with all that being said, put top of my notes the temperature and what I'm wearing. I could put 92 degrees, sunny, pair of khaki shorts. That's what I'm going to start doing. That's why I'm going to start listing at the top of my notes. And then, you know, the other normal things that you listen or list, or list uh, location, you know, Mustang, uh, Paul Ward Stadium, uh, April or August uh, 19th, whatever the date may be, you know, and the opponent. But I'll include the temperature and what I'm wearing. So all that is going to be at the top of my notes. But what I'm getting at is over the course of a football season, and I think I got real close to this last year. Out of the 10 regular season football games, I'd be willing to bet right now if I had written that on top of my notes, what I was wearing, that at least nine of those 10 games, and it's very possible 
because it has been done in the past, because I do remember, because I've had this on my mind for years, but I've worn a pair of shorts for at least nine of the ten games last year, probably. And in the past, I wore them for all ten games. Now, in the playoffs, sometimes I might get a round or two in the playoffs before I have to put on a pair of slacks. But last year, I do remember maybe the last game where I was bundled up pretty good. And, well, no, not so much, because that was down at Orange Mound. It wasn't all that cold at Orange Mound where the where, uh, the Mustang season ended last year in Memphis. I remember that now. But I do remember the next two weeks, because I went to other games that Huntington was not playing, and I bundled up because it was cold. But my point is, from August – when the football season starts through the end of October when it ends and then your playoffs are usually November and then the state championship games are the 1st of December. And I remember being at Chattanooga last year during the state championships because my wife and I went and, and it was a bypass on that. And you, if you go back and you'll look, you'll see uh, back in December a podcast and you, I've got them all listed. So you can, you know, if you go to this anchor app and uh, or go to my podcast thing and, uh, you'll find them all, all the episodes. And there is an episode about going to Chattanooga. And I remember uh wore a light jacket. It was not cold. Uh, it was pretty pleasant, 50-something degrees. And it's pretty pleasant. That was December. Well, the point I'm trying to make here is baseball, softball, started second week of March. March 14th, I believe, was the first, first game. Or that Monday or that Tuesday, second week of March. And since then, I've been wearing slacks. Uh, I've got one of these heated vests that I, ha- I put on. Sometimes I don't even have to heat it. It, it, it keeps you pretty warm without the, uh, the thing in it to, to make it warm. Uh, but I have, and I've worn a toboggan a couple times. You're trying to stay warm. I can remember standing over at McKenzie, a softball game, about three weeks ago now or Couple couple weeks ago, anyway, and and the wind was blowing, and and uh, I had a sweatshirt on, hoodie, as they call it, like froze to death. It was fifty four degrees, like froze to death. Uh, been lucky here a little bit lately at some of the baseball games at uh, Mustang Field because I'm doing PA up in the press box and I'm out of the wind, and and that has helped. But I haven't got hot at a single baseball game or a softball game yet. Haven't got hot one single time. And there's only really been one time, I think, that I wore a short sleeve shirt. The rest of them have been a jacket or a long sleeve T-shirt of some kind to stay warm. Because when you get old, I thought I'd never say this, but when you get old, yeah, it, it, it changes things. You know, I always thought I was going to be the macho man and uh, make it through my late 60s and still dress like I did when I was in my 20s. And, you know, cold weather didn't bother me, but it, it, it does a little more than it used to. It does. But here's here's my thought. With all that being said, remember now, during, during football season, you know, I, I dress like I'm going to the beach. And during baseball season... I dressed like I was going on a, a deer hunting expedition 
and I don't deer hunt, but I know how all the deer hunters dress or, or, or the squirrel hunters. Oh, they usually do that in September or so, so they're not, it's usually not that cold. Uh, but, you know, I'm going north to Alaska during baseball season and softball season. So here's my idea, and we can all get behind this. And I don't see why we can't. Send a petition, TWSAA. Let's flip softball, baseball with football. Because football is meant to be played in a little cooler conditions. Football players will tell you they, they'd rather play when it's cold. You know, it don't it, it hurts a little more maybe when you hit somebody and you're, you're a little cold. But after a few minutes you're playing football, you're really not cold. You know, it's like my dogs around here. You got, we've got a lot of dogs around here, and they're great Pyrenees. Uh, most of them are. We've got one yard dog that's a golden retriever with a little great Pyrenees mix in him. They hate summertime because they got this fuzzy hair. They're big dogs. And wintertime, they get out there at 20 degrees of snow on the ground, they do snow angels. They love it. It's kind of like a football player. Football players like cold weather. Because you you you, can, you play better, you, you actually have more stamina. You can you know run longer because heat takes a lot out of you. Well, our football seasons are like that. Our football seasons are hot, so let's play football in the spring. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a little, maybe a little warm for football players still, but it's a lot better. You know, today be a good day for a football game. 48 degrees, the fans could bundle up. You won't freeze to death if you get good and bundled up. Not part of the problem when it comes to softball and baseball season because you look at your, your temperature gauge and it's 54 degrees. 54 is not cold. So I put a, I put a jacket on. I put a pair of pants on. I'll be fine. Put a hat on, keep, you know, hat holds heat in, or they say. And I'll go to the baseball game. And you get out there and it's winds blowing a little bit. 54 degrees seems like 34 degrees. Then you're freezing to death. You, we don't really prepare for it. And I, I'm saying I'm kind of arguing against myself here, but we don't prepare for it. But again, at the times I have prepared for it, I still froze to death. Because it's not, you know, it's just, I don't know what it is, but it's different. So if you play football in the spring and you could play, you know, you can start, you know, you can start football season in March, run 10 weeks, you know, you finish in May. Yeah, people are going to go, oh, it's going to be too hot in May. Well, it's too hot in August. Yeah, May's not as hot as August is. So, and then we go play baseball, softball. We play this, start playing in August when it's good and hot. When it's meant to be played, ball carries further. It'll be a lot more exciting game because there'll be a few home runs flying out. You know, wind won't be blowing as much. Hardly blowing at all, as a matter of fact. Remember baseball game out the uh, Diamond Club Classic back in uh, 1st of April, I guess it was, during spring break, whenever spring break was. And wind was blowing so much, every ball headed for the parking lot down the first baseline, and it blew it back in. You won't have that in August. Conditions will be a whole lot more. Grass will be greener. Uh, coaches won't have to deal with as much rain. You know, you 
you still want to tarp it because it will rain every now and then, but sometimes it'll rain for 30 minutes and then you play 30 minutes after that because it's so hot that and humid that it dries it all up. Well, problem is now, you, you, you know, sometimes it takes uh, days for a field to dry out. You know, it, it happened to me last week. Dummy me, should have called the coach. But I just assumed uh, that we were going to play because on Wednesday, and I don't know what it is, the good Lord is punishing us or something for Wednesdays. But here here lately, the last several Wednesdays, is every time you look out, it's, it's the thunderstorm or tornado warning or some kind of bad inclement weather coming on Wednesdays. I missed church two or three times on Wednesday because we, we go to church in Paris. And, you know, if there's a tornado out there, I'm not going, you know, Paris. Uh, we have this little small group we're a member of. And we're not going to meet if it's, you know, we're about to get blown away. But last Wednesday, I had one of those, you know, wondered if the pyre was going to go out. And it was stormy, rainy, and it was bad. But next morning, got up. Actually, it was a little warmer. Sun came out. Uh, I actually think I had a, a light jacket that night because I was going to go to the softball game in Milan. Had a light jacket. You know, hey, short sleeve shirt. I think I'll be fine. His temperature is pretty nice. You know, kind of, again, arguing against myself, but that's, you know, it still wasn't, you know, it was like 60 degrees. And uh, sun shining all day. I just assumed, hey, you know, it's going to dry out. They'll play ball down. Well, they did. I got to Milan. There's no game. And I called the coach, and Miss Amy told me, said, no. She said, I, I should have texted you, but I didn't. And uh, I'm sorry, but uh, uh, there's no game tonight. Well, I'll, we'll just go out and eat because my wife will with me. We'll go, we'll go out and eat, and uh, we won't, you know, it won't be a total waste, although it was in a way. Uh, but I should ask. So, it's, I mean, I'm putting that on me. But I would have thought, you know, uh, that field would be dry enough. Sun was out all day, and they'd done a little work on it. See, now, but if you played that in August or if that happened in September, you would have played that night because the field would have dried up quicker. You know, and I don't know if, you know, nothing gets smiling coaches because I don't know them. But I guarantee you, Alan Eubanks or Amy Fuller, either one, the coaches here at Hayden, would have got out there and made the field playable. And I just read earlier that uh, it's supposed to be a softball game five, and it rained a lot last night. Oh, it rained a lot. But Phillies Field is up on that field where we used to play Little League at. Well, I coached Little League up there. And, and the field dries out pretty quick up there, and I've already seen the post where it says they're playing tonight. So I uh, don't know if they're playing in Gibson County, the boys. I'll find out about that later. But I'm going to try to go part of the girls' game and then go to Gibson County right quick, try to go to the baseball game. Uh, because my wife and I are leaving Wednesday for Texas uh, for a few days. So we've got a new grandchild, new granddaughter. And we've got to go to Fort Worth to see her. So we're going to drive out there. And, and, and to get pictures for the newspaper, I'm going to try to do both of those today because I'm doing PA tomorrow night for a baseball game. And, and you just don't get good pictures from the press box. But anyway, so if you all got a chance, uh Get your pen and paper out, draft your letter, look up uh, emails, 
for, and I'm having a mental block because I know this name and I can't think of it, the new director of the TSSAA, and I don't have any notes in front of me to uh, make this official mark something or another. Uh, but he's the new director, but you can probably find his name now on the TSSAA portal on their website. Let's send them all an email. Let's start sending emails uh, to Murfreesboro. And I think that's where their headquarters are. Let's start sending all our emails to Murfreesboro and uh, start petitioning the change. Let's play football in the f- spring. Let's play baseball and softball in the fall. Sounds like a good idea to me. I know it would help an old sports writer, and I know it'd be feel uh, it feel good for a fan. But you know, I kind of rambled on about that enough, and I've got you know three or four minutes left here to kind of kill on this podcast. So uh, just throw a couple things out there. It's something interesting I found out about myself. And most of you already know this, know me well enough. Then I'm an avid sports fan. Uh, I watch in just about any kind of athletic event, almost, almost any kind. Not a big soccer fan. Not a big hockey fan, although I've been to a Predators game, been to one. And it was good, but it was as good as I – thought it was going to be but you know but anyway i i don't sit around you know usually if there's a hockey game on or a soccer game on there's also a baseball game on somewhere or a basketball game or a football game or whatever i already watched a little bit of the uh, usl usfl football league that started uh this weekend you know they they talking about how good it's going to be and how different it's going to be and i had sat down watched full game watched part of one other night watched part of one last night just a little bit and uh, after that, uh, you know, uh, I didn't see a whole lot different. But anyway, that's just me. I can't tell you this, though. Uh, you know, it's football. But now what I have not done, and this is very interesting, I watched about five minutes uh, yesterday maybe or Saturday because I couldn't – I got to where I get tired of watching news a lot because it's always the same thing over and over and over and over. And you can catch up three days later. You don't have to watch it constantly all day. But I try and find other things to watch. But I have not sat down all year long. And the playoffs started this weekend. NBA. I've not watched a single NBA game all year. And I don't feel bad about that. Uh, maybe I, it's a little revelation there that, uh, it's a little different, but anyway, uh, it, it's a bunch of prima donnas. I, I mean, I, I want to watch, I watched a little bit of the Grizzlies other day, flipping back and forth from baseball game to the Grizzlies. Cause I knew they were playing. It was in fourth quarter and I ended up losing. They're the number two seed out of the West. I do keep up with it. I just don't watch it. And I want to see John ja Morant play some, you know, See how the Grizzlies are doing. They've been doing very good this year. 56-26 was their record for a regular season. But anyway, uh, I have not sat and watched the whole NBA game because I just don't like I just don't like the game. I love college basketball, love high school basketball game. But the NBA is just all the same. It's just they don't play, you know, they some of them play defense, I guess you could say. Uh, but it's you know, they, and I guess it's the way that they've allowed them to play, the fact that they just travel every time they run to the basket. Uh, those kind of things, and, you know, it's just, it just doesn't appeal to me. 
Okay, crucify me. Yeah, put me over, uh, rake me over coals. I don't care. But I just, it's just, I cannot get into an NBA game. And I've not watched one all year long. But anyway, just ramble a little bit. You know, Tennessee baseball. Hey, we might talk about it sometime because they, 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 oh, them boys are good. They are real good. And right now they're 33 and three, I think it is, 32 and three, uh, 13 and one in the conference. Oh, man. Uh, they're fun to watch. I've watched them a couple times. And hopefully this will be a year that they'll bring a championship back to Knoxville. Definitely the ingredients there for that to happen. But we'll just have to wait and see. But anyway, that's been episode 33, Climate Change, Where's My Shorts? I like that title. So uh, I'll try to be back next week. If I'm not, just just keep looking. I'll keep doing this. May not do it as often right now during the summer because I'm probably going to skip a little bit in, in June uh, because there's not a lot going on. I'm going on vacation for a couple of weeks. May not do one during all that. So, But I'll try to keep you updated on that. But anyway, thank you for listening. Tell your friends. Come back next week or keep checking uh, wherever you listen to your podcast at and uh, see if I've got another one that's uploaded. All right. See you the next time I see you.